Hello, and welcome to I Watch This As An Adult, the podcast where I review movies from my childhood from an adult perspective. And this week I will be reviewing 1996's Jingle All The Way. Hi guys, welcome to the show. Before I get in the jingle all the way, we gotta do things we watched this week. And I watched Selena, the series on Netflix. I was just thinking since I reviewed the movie, which is weirdly my... (laughs) This is weird to me. This is my most... The Selena review I did. the, the, The review I did on the movie Selena is the most watched review I have. Not the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles review. I reviewed Bad Boys. I reviewed Space Jam. I I reviewed a lot of goddamn movies that are like more popular than Selena. And you would think they would be like the most reviewed. You'd think they would be the most watched reviews. You know, but no. Selena is my most watched review. <laughs> I don't know why. I just thought I just thought, hey, I liked this movie as a kid. I wanted to, I, and I wanted to review it. But I didn't think that that review <laughs> would be my most watched review. I mean, uh, I think Showgirls is a close second, and The Relic is like third. I want to say, like, that's another shocking one to me. A lot of people like The Relic, but, uh, which I did for Horror Month with my wife, Shauna. But for some reason, that was the most, that was the most watched review that I have right here. But, and I was just thinking, hey, since I fucking reviewed the movie, I should review it. It only makes sense, you know, like, it only makes sense. For me to review the the, the 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 show on Netflix, but yeah, I'm just baffled. I'm just baffled that that's my most watched review. You know, like, but let's get into let's get into the show. I want to review this show uh, before I get into uh, Jingle All the Way. Uh, the Selena show. I watched it. Um, I think I watched it pretty much all week. I, I watched four episodes with my wife Shauna who loves Selena <laughs> like my wife loves Selena I've never seen <laughs> I've never seen a black woman love a Mexican woman so much you know so but <laughs> you know I was, like, she loves Selena like she 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 tells me stories about Selena she she knows Selena inside and out Selena's like one of her goddamn idols and uh I mean like she's from she's from California, she's from LA, my wife. So like there's a lot of uh there's a lot of Mexican culture out there in California, a lot of Mexican culture out there in LA, so like she's kinda engulfed in that, you know? So <laughs> So like she's kinda I, I guess she couldn't escape it. So she likes Selena. She's a huge Selena fan. She even like sings in Spanish. And like we were watching the show and she was singing all the songs in Spanish and you know, you know. So. But yeah, she was she was doing all the goddamn songs and like she was like singing them like fluently, like fluently 
like in espanol it it was kind of sexy but uh anyway <laughs> anyway uh <laughs> anyway yeah well i watched uh the first four episodes with my wife i watched two episodes last night or was it three i think i watched three episodes last night i watched three episodes last night and i watched the last two this morning so i pretty much watched selena all weekend <laughs> so but i'm tr- uh trying to get a uh a, a, a vibe for this show trying to catch on to this show it's not really that different from the movie not really the show is not really that different from the movie they add things to pad it out to me like this show had a lot of padding you know like the pacing was and the pacing was slow I mean they had I just feel like I just feel like it has the same problem as the movie the television show has the same problem as the movie it doesn't really give us anything, you know, like, it's like they want to tell it, I just felt like with the Selena movie, I, if you want to watch, if you want to look at the Selena review, check it out, it's on my, it's on, it's on, it's on um, my podcast page, go, go check it out, it's on uh, Anchor FM, uh, on my Anchor FM podcast page, you can go there, If you, you can go to Apple, you can go to Spotify, listen to the Selena uh review that I did like a year ago or earlier this year I think it was earlier this year I did it like it was like in March or something but uh (laughs) I did that review but um yeah it's just it has the same issues that it has with the movie it's just like they don't want to it's like they don't want to tell us anything you know it's like I feel like the the Kentonia family is very secretive it's like they're very secretive they're very protective of selena's image and i get that i understand that i was like i know i like i know they love their daughter they love their sister uh you know i get that they want to be protective of her but you're not really telling us anything and i don't really think i was like i don't really think selena has anything to hide you know (laughs) I really don't think Selena had anything to hide because from what I seen, like she wasn't even that bad of a person, you know. <laughs> I think I don't remember. I don't remember if I said that in my uh, in my Selena review, but t- t- from what I see, she's not that bad of a person, you know. Like only thing, cause like only thing that happened is like she was in a secret relationship. That's like the biggest scandal of all. She was in a secret relationship with a dude in her band. And I don't really see an issue with that. <laughs> you know, I don't see an issue with that at all. And, um, cause like, I, I don't see any issues with her. Cause like, to be honest, she's the most boring part of the whole goddamn show. You know, <laughs> I was like, everybody's everybody's kind of interesting i'm gonna even say kind of industry interest interesting sorry everybody's kind of interesting except selena <laughs> honestly <laughs> if you want me to be honest like selena's the most boring thing about her own bio biopic you know like her own bio tv show she is the most boring thing i mean because like they focus on more characters other than her they don't focus on they really don't focus on Selena until 
she gets to the secret relationship with her uh, guitar player, Chris. And they don't even really focus on that very much. Because, like, they focus on... They focus on Abraham, her dad. Abraham is a big... Uh, big part of the whole show. It was like... He's kind of like... Like, Abraham is more of a focal point than Selena. You know? Like, he's more of the focal point in this show. And it was... It's, the show should have been... The show should have been called Abraham. <laughs> you know? Because <laughs> he's, the, he's, the, he's the focus of the show. Uh, AB is another character that's like, they're kind of telling you things about him, but they're really not telling you things about him. Because I looked up his bio and he got a lot of shit on him. I think I talk about that in the Selena review. Go to the Selena review if you want to hear about AB. Um, uh, Suzette, they focus on Suzette a little bit more in here. Because uh, uh, in the movie, they don't really focus on Suzette. They give like Suzette has love interest now. Uh, the chick that plays Suzette, god damn. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Oh my god. Man, is she tasty. <laughs> oh. Oh my god. I was like, I have to say, I was like, damn. I was like, I came here trying to fall for Selena. In enough falling for Suzette. You know? <laughs> you know, like, the Suzette they got in here is like, she's, she, she's good looking. She's a good looking woman. <laughs> I know in the other, in the movie, they got her, like, she's, like, fucking, like, 300 pounds overweight or some shit like that. Here, she's not that big. You know, like, she a chubby girl. She a chubby girl. But she ain't as big as she was in the movie. You know, no disrespect to that actress, but, uh, you know, because I think she was a little bit more, I think she was a little bit more, uh, faithful to the real Suzette. Uh, the, the movie Suzette was more faithful to the real Suzette. This Suzette is kind of sexy, you know. Like, she kind of she kind of chubby, sexy, and I love me I love me a good chubby woman. I love me a good chubby woman, you know. Uh, I'm uh, uh, chubby chaser here. I'm like you got to be you got to be two something to do something, or at least 160 to get busy, you know. <laughs> You know, like I—that's th- th- my—that's my deal. I love it, but uh, but yeah, Suzette, Suzette gets Suzette gets a lot of screen time here. Uh, we even focus on other characters that they never really focused on in the movie. Uh, they focus on like uh, her um, what's the guy? Her back her background singer. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Pete, who actually went on to have a successful solo career. Um, they focus on him more than they focus on him here more than they did in the movie i don't think they focused on him at all in the movie and from what i read i did my research on this from what i read they got the real guy in the movie you know like the real pete is playing pete in the movie and they don't even focus on him but here they focus on him they focus on him having a solo career getting a solo career they focus on how they met him you know, like, he gets a lot, of, like, that guy gets a lot of screen time, this is the other guy who plays keyboard and helps write songs with AB, I think his name is Ricky, they focus on him, like, Ricky was nowhere in the movie, um, uh, but yeah, man, it's just, but otherwise, other, other than that, the show is a lot of padding, it's a lot of fucking padding in this show, uh, they don't focus on the mom as much as they did in the movie, the mom is just there, uh, the mom is actually played by uh, the chick that my wife had to point this out because she's a fucking Selena expert. I didn't even know this. Uh, um, 
the chick that plays the mom in here actually plays Selena's best friend in the Selena movie. <laughs> you know, like she played the friend in the movie, so and now she gets to play the mom, which is cool. She's she's a dime piece too, man. I seen her too. I was like, God damn. But uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, my wife's gonna listen to this, but <laughs> she's gonna. But never mind. Uh, anyway, um, other than that, it's like the show is just the show is kind of slow. We don't even get to Selena get shot. <laughs> That's the thing. I think they're gonna like. I think they're gonna have a second season because like we don't even get to Selena get shot in the first season. We don't even get to that. It's like, uh, it was like. Little girl start singing. They they talk about them living in poverty for like ten years or some shit, and um, then they finally get the record deal, and then uh, they focus on AB. AB gets some girl pregnant, and like he marries her, and and they focus on his life. Like there's whole like storyline about Suzette getting a car. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then they're they're like they're. They're go they're going to war with EMI, the record label, you know, like they feel like the record labels kinda like stringing them along and shit. And what else do they get to? Like like I said, like they talk about like Pete gets kind of a storyline talking about his solo career. Um not like he doesn't get to his solo like he's getting to his solo career. He, he talked about, oh, I got uh, they want to do an album with me and all this shit and um they talk about that. Um, what else do they talk about? I'm trying to think, <laughs> what else they talk about? Because, <laughs> like I said, a lot of it's a lot of fucking padding. It's a lot. They get to a lot of almost something, but nothing. <laughs> it's like that's this whole show. It's like it's a lot of almost something, but nothing. It's like, ooh, we're about to get to something, but then it turns out to be nothing. It's okay everything's fine uh because <laughs> even i think there's even like a confrontation between ab and pete and like i think like episode eight because it's like nine episodes i think like episode eight or even episode nine i think there's a little confrontation between ab and pete because ab doesn't want pete to leave the group they they smooth that out in like 20 seconds you know? <laughs> it's like him and it's like ab's mad at pete want to leave storms out of the room and then the next scene ab and pete are cool again <laughs> and they writing songs and shit together again <laughs> it was like they, they smoothed that shit out in like 20 seconds is uh, it's just like i said like they get to a whole lot of nothing in this show i don't know what season two is gonna be like if they even get to a season two because you know how netflix is like if you if you want to you want to count on netflix for a, a second season we won't ever see selena get shot <laughs> we won't ever see her get shot it was like, it was like, she she alive you feel like you'd be like she alive on the show <laughs> what you gonna be you're like she ain't dead she live on the show but yeah man it's like we don't even get to that it's like the last the last episode is just uh abraham finding about her about finding out about her and chris he doesn't like it he leaves chris on the side of the goddamn road in a, at, at a gas station <laughs> and it drives off with the rest of the group and like that's 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 the end of the show that's the end of the first season 
it, like they don't even like you 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 see Yolanda Saldivar for one scene. And it's like when they're talking to her on it's like I think Suzette's talking to her on the phone, trying to get her to uh do the fan club. Like calling her to do the fan club because Abraham picked her out to do the fan club. And you only get one scene of Yolanda. Just one scene. That's it. <laughs> That's it. You don't see you don't see Yolanda again for the rest of the series. So we don't get to Yolanda Saldivar yet. We don't get to uh, the second season. Better be popping. That's all I know. <laughs> if they get to a second season, if Netflix, because you know, like I said, you know how Netflix is with shows. You know how they are with shows. They 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 tend to sit on them. They tend to sit on them and then cancel them out of nowhere and shit like that. But all I know is like season two better be popping. We better be, we better be seeing some shit because season one was like just a whole. I'm just gonna say it like it was a whole lot of nothing. It was a whole lot of nothing. It was a whole lot of almost getting the things but not getting the things. And I don't because like I said like it's just like the movie. The movie was a big ass fluff, fluff piece to me. I said this show kind of going kind of going with that tradition. It's kind of continuing that tradition. Just one big ass fluff piece. We're gonna put a little conflict in there, but it don't go nowhere. You know, and I've read these people's lives. I researched these people's lives. They got a lot of shit going on. <laughs> they got a lot of things in their personal life. Especially A B. Especially Chris Perez. <laughs> you know? Like those two dudes got a lot of shit going on with them. A lot of things. That I would love that that would be juicy. It'd be some juicy fucking shit, but I guess they don't want to do that shit. They don't want to go with the fucking scandal and shit. Like those two dudes got scandal all up in the ass. But uh, <laughs> which another thing I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk about this shit all day because like I'm like they don't even explain why a- why Abraham doesn't like Chris. Which if you research him, you'll find out why he doesn't like Chris. You know. So- <laughs> But anyway, uh, that's it, man. That was just, just, a, it's just a whole, it was just a whole lot of nothing in this season. I hope season two is better whenever that, whenever that happens, if it happens. Um, I'll be back with the review for Jingle All The Way right after this. Welcome back. Jingle All The Way, 1996. This is another movie I saw on VHS. That'll be kind of a running theme because I watched, as did probably a lot of kids in my era, we watched a lot of movies on VHS. <laughs> like, because our parents wanted us to, to keep us fucking quiet. You know, like, hey, uh, go watch a movie. <laughs> put, the, put the shit on for you. But uh, anyway, like, my dad bought this movie for me out of the blue. And I was like, jingle all the way. I wasn't even asking for this shit, you know? <laughs> you know, I was like, I didn't want jingle all the way. He was like, hey, here, jingle all the way. And I was like, Ugh. I was like, I don't want this movie. Why would I want this? I don't I don't care about no jingle all the way. But ended up watching this movie a lot as a kid. Ended up watching this movie a whole lot as a kid. Ended up running this running this movie into the ground as a kid. Uh, 
This film is uh, directed by Bryant Levant. I hope I'm saying it, I hope I'm saying his name right. I think it's Bryant Levant, Bryant Levant, who directed such films as Beethoven, The Flintstones, and Snow Dogs. I got a story about Snow Dogs. I'll probably save it for the Snow Dogs review because this qualifies as I watched this as an adult. So Snow Dogs, whenever <laughs> you know. Like, it's coming up because I got a weird, I got a weird story about Snow Dogs. When I get to my Snow Dogs review, whenever that, whenever that happens, um, is Snow Dogs a Christmas film? I don't even know if it. I don't even remember if it's a Christmas film because I, I'm not even gonna get into it. Snow Dogs story in Snow Dogs review. Whenever that happens, so stay tuned. Don't uh, like, subscribe, favorite if you're on Anchor. Uh, you know, give me five stars and all that jazz, you know, if you want to see the Snow Dogs review. But anyway, um, this movie is like supposed to be a uh, satire on the commercialization of Christmas. At this time in 1996, uh, Tickle Me Elmo was the big Christmas toy at the time. It was like you touch the Elmo and you tickle it and he had a seizure all over the floor and started foaming at the mouth and dying and shit but not really but like he did like shake a lot he was like and you know that tickles and shit like that but um that's really what like that's that's really what this is this 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 movie is like uh spoofing it's supposed to be a spoof on like the toy the big toy craze of the christmas season and shit like that um Arnold Schwarzenegger plays the lead character uh in this in this film side note uh finding out about this uh, when I was doing research for this uh film and when I was trying to do look up the production side of the film and look at what Arnold Schwarzenegger was doing in 1996 apparently there was supposed to be a Planet of the Apes reboot uh, shooting in 1996. Probably coming out in 97. I don't know. Uh, but apparently Arnold Schwarzenegger was supposed to be in it. So Arnold Schwarzenegger was supposed to be in the reboot of Planet of the Apes. I guess it's the one they ended up doing with Mark Wahlberg in 2000. I guess it's that one. And I fucking hate that movie. That movie's terrible. Uh, I don't know if it'll be any... I don't know if it would have been any better with Arnold. I don't know who was going to direct it. I don't know if it was going to be Tim Burton. Because Tim Burton directed the 2000 one. I don't know who was going to direct this one. But apparently Arnold Schwarzenegger was supposed to be the astronaut. Uh, in the uh, Planet of the Apes movie that was going to be shot in like 1996 but anyway I guess they, they scrapped that and Arnold dropped out and so he decided to do Jingle All The Way instead <laughs> so <laughs> so he's, he's, he's doing this uh, we got Sinbad who was cast as Myron Larrabee the crazy postman uh, it was supposed to be Joe Pesci at first I guess he turned down the role uh Rita Wilson, Phil Hartman, Jake Lloyd, and Robert Conrad round out 
the rest of this cast. This is also Phil Hartman's last movie alive before his tragic murder in 1998, I believe it happened in 1998. It happened in 1998. Um, anyway, Arnold Schwarzenegger plays Howard Langston, who is on a quest for a Turbo Man doll for his nine-year-old son. His nine-year-old son is obsessed with this superhero named Turbo Man, who's kind of like Masked Rider. If you remember Masked Rider, he's kind of Masked Rider, Iron Man, all those type of like mech superheroes all rolled up into one, you know, type of thing, type of deal. So he's looking for that for his nine-year-old son, Schwarzenegger, is looking for a doll, looking for an action figure, because they, they correct you, he's like, it's not a doll, it's an action figure, but anyway, uh, dude, Schwarzenegger in this movie, my god, Schwarzenegger, I gotta give this, I gotta give this to Schwarzenegger, and this is why I love, the, this is why I love this fucking Austrian motherfucker, I love the dude, Schwarzenegger is a charming motherfucker, man, He's a charming dude. He has charisma coming out of his ass in this movie. And like, you can't hate who you can't hate Arnold Schwarzenegger. Who who hates Arnold Schwarzenegger except for the people of California? But who else hates Arnold Schwarzenegger? Dude. The dude is charismatic as fuck, man. He's charismatic as hell in this movie. Like, he just screams fucking movie star. He has a thing. He's not the greatest actor. Like, Schwarzenegger Schwarzenegger has never been the greatest actor. Never. But the dude has this thing about him. Like, he just has this thing about him that screams fucking movie star. And he's got that thing that a lot of this that a lot of actors don't have today. <laughs> a lot of like great actors don't have. He like he just has this thing that screams movie star. Like I can't. I guess other than The Rock, like The Rock is like the only other guy I could think of like from this era that screams movie star. You know, and even he's older. You know, like he's like he's like almost fifty. I'm like, I'm trying to think of like a young guy that's like in his 20s or even in his 30s where you look at him and you're like, yeah, man, that dude's a movie star. And I can't think of one. <laughs> I can't think of one. Well, I look at, I'm talking about a male, I'm talking about a, a, a male actor. Like, I can't look at like any one of these little young male actors and say, hey, yeah, that guy's a movie star. I'm like, I just can't. I'm like, Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger had that had that ability, man. Like he had that goddamn ability, and he was like another thing that makes him a makes him a great movie star and great for this. He's not afraid to make himself look silly. You know, he's not afraid to look stupid. <laughs> That's what I love about Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger has has never been afraid to look stupid. Uh, you can't get you couldn't give this movie to any other like of the action stars of the eighties and nineties. You couldn't do this. You couldn't do this movie with Stallone. Uh, Van Damme, maybe. Maybe Van Damme. He's got kind of like that kind of quality to him too. Where like he's kind of he's kind of comedic and he's not 
afraid to make himself look silly. Uh, maybe I like maybe he he's probably the only other guy that could probably pull this off is Jean Claude Van Damme. I gotta get into Jean Claude Van Damme. Jean Claude Van Damme is another guy that's like he's kind of got that thing about him where he's not afraid to make himself look not afraid to make himself look silly. Uh, he might be able to do it. Uh, Steven Seagal, hell no. <laughs> like, Steven Seagal would not be able to do Jingle all the way. Cause I, was, I was just thinking about that. Cause I was like, what if they tried to do this with other action, other action uh, guys? You know, but I was like, Seagal would never, Seagal would not be able to do this movie. I like, he probably would have snapped uh, Sinbad's neck and been trying to rape Rita Wilson. I don't know, but <laughs> you know, he would have been like, well, you know, you know, I'm the star of this movie. You know, this this. Punch him. Can I snap the reindeer's neck? Me and Sinbad. Me and Sinbad have to have a fight scene. You don't think we should have a fight scene? You don't. I'll be in my trailer. Don't call me. You know, like, he, he, he can't do this. He would not be able to do this movie at all. Speaking of Sinbad, Sinbad's fucking insane in this movie. <laughs> He's fucking insane he's crazy he's like the he is the pg version of uh michael douglas's character and falling down <laughs> he's a man pushed to the edge if like he tells his whole story in like fucking like five minutes where he's like i gotta find this doll for my son uh i'm paying alimony payments to my wife you know, like she a hoe, pretty much. He really pretty much pretty much said his wife's a hoe. And like she slept with everybody at the post office and I I, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> you know, like I'm I'm going crazy. You know? Like he's he, he's he's that. <laughs> it's funny though. It's funny. I ain't gonna lie. Like I love laughing at his pain in this movie. It it, it it's it's hilarious. Uh, we got Phil Hartman in this movie. Like I said, Phil Hartman's in this movie as Ted, the suburban Lothario. You know, <laughs> this dude is pretty much like this dude is pretty much like banging all the housewives. Like he's like he's fucking all the housewives in the neighborhood. Like he's cucking all their he's cucking all their husbands. Uh, he's trying and he's trying to make Howard a cuck. You know. Which is something that my wife pointed out. Uh, my wife actually watched this movie with me. And she pointed out to me that Schwarzenegger never gets any ass in his movies. I never noticed that. I have never noticed that Schwarzenegger never gets any ass in his movies. I had to go, I had to roll the decks through all his movies. I had to roll the decks through all his movies to think about that shit. I was like, did it, I was like, hey. He doesn't get any ass in Commando. I was like, he doesn't. He definitely doesn't get any ass in Predator. Uh, uh, uh. I was thinking about Red. I don't think he gets any ass in Red Heat. It, does he? I, I haven't seen Red Heat in a long time. I don't think he gets any in Red Heat. Uh. I don't think he gets any in Total Recall. Oh, he doesn't get any. He doesn't get any, any in the Running Man, even though he's got like fine ass uh, Mary Maria Conchita Alonzo up in there. He doesn't get her. Um, shit. 
I think he does kind of get some in Kindergarten Cop, but like you, it's a kids movie. That's a kids movie too. You can't really see that. You, that doesn't really count. Uh, you know, what? that doesn't really count. Uh, he doesn't. He doesn't get any ass. Uh, I guess you you probably like, nope. What, what about True Lies? He's married to Jamie Lee Curtis, but but she's kind. She's trying to cheat on him. She's trying to cheat on him in True Lies. So that doesn't really count either. I was like, dude, I'm like, Eraser, he doesn't get a, he doesn't get Vanessa Williams. Uh, this dude don't Schwarzenegger doesn't get any ass in his movies. That's the that's the that's the point. <laughs> like Schwarzenegger doesn't get any booty in his movies. And my wife had to point that out to me. It was like, dude, it was like he doesn't she was like, dude, you know he doesn't he never gets any ass in his movies. <laughs> I'm like Dude, you're right. I was like, I was like, I was, I, I, I was like, you're fucking right. He doesn't get any ass. But anyway, um, <clears throat> moving on. Rita Wilson is in this movie. She's the stereotypical housewife. There's not really much to say about Rita Wilson. You know, she's classic Hollywood beauty. You know, <laughs> that's pretty much it. She's just the housewife, and uh, Ted's trying to fuck her. That's pretty much it. She's the housewife. She's tired. She's tired of Howard's bullshit, and Ted's trying to get that ass. That's that's pretty much it. Um, Jake Lloyd plays the son. He's passable. I even forgot the fucking kid's name. Uh, what's his name? Jamie. Jamie. Jake Lloyd plays Jamie in this movie. Uh, he's passable. You know, like he's not a bad child actor, but he's not a great child actor. Like. He's not, uh, what's a bad child actor? <laughs> I can't even, because, like, I don't even really think about bad child actors, you know? Like, he's no Elijah Wood. He's no, uh, Macaulay Culkin. You know, like, he's, 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 he's not one of those great child actors. Uh, that kid, man, that kid's had a rough life, though. Jake Lloyd, I, I gotta talk about this. Like, that's the elephant in the room. You, you can't look at Jake Lloyd and think about what this kid's been through you know in his life i was like jake lloyd is basically the white orlando brown basically he is basically the white orlando brown like the only thing is like nobody's helping orlando brown you know like jake and jake lloyd's jake lloyd's done worse than orlando brown oh like i don't think jake i don't think orlando brown has even hurt anybody I don't think he's gotten into a fight with anybody. I don't think he's, like, hurt anybody other than himself. Like, Jay Lloyd beat up his mom. <laughs> you know, like, he assaulted his mother. <laughs> and they had to call the cops on him. He drove with a suspended license. Uh, he drove recklessly. Did, like, ran a red light. And he... They found out this. They, 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 they put him. In, they, they put him on meds. He's got like schizophrenia. You know, he's got like Jake Lloyd is actually worse than Orlando Brown. <laughs> you know, but I just I, I kind of feel like it's a double standard. You know, like because like Jake Lloyd does all this shit and nobody talks about him. Like you gotta read about him. Uh, but Orlando Brown does all this crazy shit and he gets talked about all day you know because 
I don't know, cause they love seeing a they just love seeing a crazy black man. You know, <laughs> they're like he's a crazy black man. We love that, you know. But Jake Lloyd, they're like, don't talk about Jake Lloyd, you know, whatever. Just bury that shit, you know. I feel sorry for the kid, I do, but I feel sorry for Orlando Brown too. You know, like the kid, like the dude, really hasn't hurt anybody but himself. Like Jake Lloyd's out here, like fucking putting his hands on people. <laughs> you know, like he putting his hands on, he put his hands on his own mama. You know. <laughs> How you hurt mama? You know, <laughs> Orlando Brown ain't never hurt his mama. You know, <laughs> you know, like he ain't never did that shit. But uh, just just saying, man. Like Jay Lord is, oh, like Jay Lord is white Orlando Brown, but worse. But anyway, gotta talk about this parade scene. Let's talk about this fucking parade scene. There's a couple of scenes in here that stand out to me that still make me laugh. The bomb scene still makes me laugh. The uh, where like they go to the radio station and Sinbad has the bomb, which he doesn't know is a real bomb, but it ends up being a real bomb. That shit still makes me laugh. Uh, there's the part where like Arnold's trying to chase the fucking Super Bowl, and he ends up looking like a pedophile, <laughs> like because a kid's got it, and he's just trying to fucking persuade the kid to give him the ball and shit like that. Uh, but. Yeah, man, they got that. They got that scene. Like, surprise, Chris Hansen didn't show up. Uh, but um, yeah, man. But I gotta talk about this parade scene. Um, the parades. This parade scene. If anybody wanted to know, I'm a. There's a lot of people who's like, man, there was never any Marvel movies. There were never any Marvel movies in the '90s. All they had was Blade. You know, <laughs> it was just Blade. That's all they had in the '90s. Uh, but I was looking at this and you need to thank your lucky stars. You need to thank God, Allah, Vishnu, whoever you pray to, the creator, whoever you, whoever you pray to and worship, you need to thank that. You need to thank that person, that entity that there was never any real Marvel movies in the night, any real Marvel movies in the nineties. Because this parade scene is what an Iron Man movie would look like in the 90s. This is is what an Iron Man movie would look like in the 90s. Turbo Man even looks like Iron Man. (laughs) If you look at... I want to know... I just want to know if this was a test shoot for Iron Man. I want to know if this was the test run. Jingle All The Way was the test run for Iron Man. (laughs) I am convinced now. I am convinced that Jingle All the Way was the test run for Iron Man. They wanted to see we're gonna, they're like, we're gonna get this Iron Man-esque superhero. You know? <laughs> Cause he's he's red and gold, just like Iron Man. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna put this out. Like he 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 has a jetpack. He has he he flies with jet propulsion, just like Iron Man. <laughs> he has gadgets and shit. That come out of his arm and shit. Just like Iron Man. Turbo Man is fucking Iron Man. <laughs> Turbo Man is Iron Man. You can't convince me any less that Turbo Man was like the test run for Iron Man. They, they wanted to make Iron Man movie. They've been trying to make an Iron Man movie since 1990. Right? No, like they got the rights. I think Fox got the rights. I think it was Fox. This movie's made by Fox. Fox got the rights to Iron Man, I believe. 
and um, they they wanted to see what an Iron Man movie would look like. I want I want to say, and this they was like shit. Put something in Jingle All the Way, you know, because <laughs> they had a lot. They had, there's a lot of Marvel shit in this movie, low key, because like uh, Jamie has this big Captain America mural on his wall. He has like Marvel bed sheets, you know. He has like a, a Incredible Hulk mask, like sitting over his bed. There's a lot of Marvel shit in this movie. I think Fox owned a lot of Marvel shit before. I think the rights ran out and like they had to give all that shit back to Marvel. Other than because like the only other thing they made was uh, X Men. They made X Men. They got to make fat and it got to make Fantastic Four. Uh, I know Hulk was Hulk was universal, but they still had some Hulk shit in there. I think that they had to they had to write the Fox. I mean, they had to write the Captain America, uh, Daredevil. They had, they made the Daredevil movie and they made the Ghost Rider movie. They did that. I think like Fox did those movies, but they they never got to a Captain America movie. And they never got to an Iron Man movie. And I I really I really want to say that this was a test run for Iron Man. That's what that's what that parade scene was. It was a test run to see what Iron Man would look like. Cause I was looking at that shit. I was like, holy shit. I was like, this is what an Iron Man movie would look like in 1996. <laughs> I was like, and you'll probably be it'll probably be um I haven't watched the first Iron Man in like forever. I'm I'm not gonna lie. Uh I watch a lot of the, the current Marvel movies a lot. I gotta go back and watch Iron Man, cause you know how '90s superhero movies were. Like you get, you barely get a lot of the superhero because you know it, it's expensive. It's expensive to see the superhero a lot, and the star wants to be all up in the movie. You know, like they wanna, they want you to see their face. You know, all up in the movie. Which I'm like, no, like we came to see the, the superhero. We didn't come to see you, but uh, you know. But they're like, I'm the star. They need to see me. You know, like, the fuck you. But uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, man. I was like, that's how that's how it was back then. I was like, this is exactly like this is exactly what an Iron Man movie would be in the '90s. That's all. I was like, this is your proof. You wanted to see Iron Man in the '90s? Jingle all the way. <laughs> that's Iron Man in the '90s. But overall, man, I, I still find found myself having fun with this movie, man. This movie is still funny <laughs> to me. It's still funny. It's still fun. I didn't groan at any. I didn't groan and moan at a lot of shit in this movie. I wasn't like, oh god, here we fucking go. You know, I wasn't. I wasn't doing that in this movie. Uh, movie has a pretty decent cast, you know. Uh, honest, like I say, honest wasn't it? Cause a charming, charismatic motherfucker. Sinbad's funny. Uh, Phil Hartman's funny. Uh, uh, you got Robert Conrad playing the cop that fucking Arnold runs into every now and again. Uh, he I, uh, Rita Wilson's passable as the wife. Jake Lloyd, Jake Lloyd is passable as the kid. You know, I really ain't got nothing, I really ain't got nothing bad to say about this movie, man. Like, it was like, and as long as Arnold gets to punch things and he's happy... I'm happy. Whenever I see Arnold Schwarzenegger punching things, I'm always a happy man, you know. And he punches a lot of shit in this movie. <laughs> That's like the caveat to every movie. I guess that was a caveat to Jingle for him being in Jingle all the way. He's like, do I get to punch something in the face? 
<laughs> and he was like, and they're like, yeah, sure, Arnold, yeah, get him some shit to punch in the face, you know, like, he punches a reindeer, he punches a bunch of Santa Clauses, you know, like, he punches a lot of things in this movie, and it's awesome, I could never hate Arnold Schwarzenegger, I love the fucking dude, like, fucking childhood idol, love the fucking guy, uh, so, man, I'm, I'm gonna shock y'all with this, probably, uh, I give this movie a five out of five, shockingly, I shocked myself with that, I thought I was gonna go back and look at this movie and be like, yo, you know what, this movie sucked, you know, but okay, I I enjoyed the shit out of this movie, still, five out of five for me, I'm like, it's fucking good Christmas movie, I love it, um, join me next week, when I will be reviewing Holiday Heart with Ving Rain. So strap in for that one. See if that one still holds up. Until next time, peace.